All right, before we get started here, I want to quickly tell you about a really cool setup you can use to shoot side-by-side -side interviews on a Mac. So the first thing you need is go to Meeting by Citrix, which now has HD faces, so you can get amazing quality videos, I think up to six people. Your guests don't need an account or anything like that. They just click the link, turn on the webcam, and boom. And, and then we're going to use ScreenFlow, which allows you to take the video of your screen. So you're, you're, you know, you're taking a video of the screen as you do it. You combine these two, and boom, you can create pro interviews. So check this out. So like, here's an example right here of using GoToMeeting. Like you can see it, look at the quality there of, of the video. So that was on my screen, that's me talking to Rob Murgatroyd. There it is, and then once I was done with that, let me shut that down. Look, I get a screen like this, using, using uh, uh, ScreenFlow, that I can edit the audio, I can do anything I want, just with clicks of the button, you don't need to be a techie or anything like that. And then at the end of it, you know, I'm exporting a side-by-side -side video just like that. So if you want those tools, all right, first thing you need is go to meeting by Citrix. All you got to do is go to meeting.com and we're going to give you a 45 day free trial. So just enter the, just for Rise Nation, just enter the promo code RISE. Click the try it free button, enter the promo code RISE. You get a 45 day free trial with HD faces, fully functional. Check that out. And also ScreenFlow, which, which, you know, is the tool I just showed you that you can take videos of your screen. In fact, that's what I'm using right now to shoot this introduction. All you got to do is go to therisetothetop.com slash ScreenFlow, and you can get a copy of ScreenFlow. And all the kinds of things like this, all this stuff that I just talked about right there with the tech, and, and I'm going to show alternative other ways of shooting interviews as well. This is all going to be covered upcoming in Create Awesome Interviews, where I'm going to share all the secrets of creating, promoting, and profiting from online interviews. If you check out createawesomeinterviews.com, enter your email below the video. I'm going to send you a free video lesson, 11 Benefits of Creating Online Videos as a special gift for you. And now on with today's episode. And welcome to the rise to the top, the number one non-boring business show. I'm David Seidman Garland. I got a guest here today who has been on the show before, but it has been for a couple years and a lot of things have changed since then. It is Jim Kukrell. If you don't know Jim, great guy, interesting guy. He is really what I would call someone that, that is a thought leader in the internet space. He, he does coaching, consulting, writes a lot of books, different things like that. But he made a shift about uh, a year and a half ago, somewhere around there, where he decided, you know what, I don't want to do traditionally published books anymore. I want to go ahead, and, he only did one traditionally published book, but I want to go and create digital platform, basically. So meaning I want to do books digitally. I want to also have them in hardcover, but I want to do it myself. I want to do self-publishing. I want to create a business from it. And if you have that book in your head or you've been thinking about something, you are going to get so, so much out of this. You're going to hear how Jim did it. You're going to hear about marketing. You're going to hear about positioning. You're going to hear about all kinds of stuff in here. It's just a very, very interesting story about books, kind of where we're headed. And, and who knows? You might have the next great book idea that you can get down now because of this. So enjoy it. Here he is today, Jim Kukrell on the Rise to the Top. All right, well, you're going to probably recognize this guy, especially if you're a long-term fan of the show or you're doing anything on the Internet. Jim Kukrell joining me back on the show, Jim. I think it's been, what, like two years, something like that. It has been far too long, baby. I know. Well, you're looking handsome. Great to have you back. Uh, you know, I, I got to tell you a little bit of the backstory was that – a fan of the show actually saw an article that you wrote, um, I think on a site 
nopublisherneeded.com, talking about kind of digital books and digital products. And I think it would be kind of cool to tell your story and sort of your evolution with books because you really have changed how you've gone about publishing and things you know that you've done in the last couple of years. But as we get started here, can you just give us a quick reminder for people that are meeting you through the show, sort of um, kind of what your business model is, is and what you do? Because I think that's going to be helpful as we get into this conversation. Uh, I'm one of those guys who's kind of had their hand in like everything over right. the last uh, 15 years. I've been doing internet marketing for 16 years. I started as a web designer, moved to programming, owned my own businesses, and now I mostly do consulting and write books and speak and, and things like this and help people figure out how to be successful. I'm a teacher at right. heart. I love, love teaching people, love helping people, and I love writing now. So, and, and a big part of what I do nowadays is writing books and market books. Yeah, very cool. And, and you've been at it for a while. Um, you know, very, you know we, we talk a lot of times on the show of people falling into different categories, like produ or not a lot of times, but I, I think about this, uh, producer, expert, yeah. Um, and kind of host like different different areas, and you definitely fall into that category of the expert with the speaking and the and and the way that you go about these things. And your book through Wiley Publishing, so traditionally published book, Attention, which I have a copy of uh, here somewhere as well. I know it's up there on my shelf. Came out around the time that my book came out. So we're talking uh, when when did the book actually hit shelves? Um, this book hit shelves in August of 2010. So it's a year and a half okay. at the time of this interview. And your book came out like six months this, later. Yeah, December 2010. So yeah. your book comes out and you know your model was very different than mine. My model was confusion. Your model was <laughs> your model was listen, you know, a book I'm assuming for you was kind of to help with 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 getting your message out there, helping people and of course booking more clients and customers, right? Sure. And yeah, tell us a little bit about and we don't have to get well, we can get as crazy as we want with this, about what your experience was like with traditional publishing at the time. Well, you know, look, I mean, this book was the best and worst thing that ever happened to me. Okay. okay? Tell us about that. <laughs> you know, this was my first traditionally published book. I put out ebooks before they were, right. you know, before Kindle and all that stuff. I've done that for 10 years, okay? So this is my first real book, you want to call it? With, right. You know, traditionally published hardcover. I don't think there's a difference anymore. Right. Um, but, you know, what, what that experience taught me with a traditional publisher was that as an entrepreneur and somebody who does marketing, I don't really need them anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the big thing that they offered to me that I don't that that really doesn't take place anymore was bookstore placement. Yep. And let's be honest, the right? Like who goes it? Yeah. Right. The bookstores only put in the big uh, ticket ones that they know are going to sell because it's a business. You know, yep. they're not going to take their shot on first-time authors like me and you and order ten thousand books. It's just not going to happen. Understood. Yep. And, you know, I did all the marketing myself of the book, as you did as well. Yep. And, you know, so why do I have to pay them for them taking a 70% cut or more and then giving me my 15% on top of book sales? So, yeah, this is, I don't want to make this into a bashing traditional sure. publishing industry conversation. It was a good thing that happened to me because I realized I didn't need them. And, mm -hmm. and at right about that time was when this huge shift started to take place in the self-publishing world. When everyone started to look at it and go, wow, anyone can put a book up on Amazon or Barnes & Noble or Smashwords or anywhere and keep 70% of the profits 
do your own marketing and actually turn it into a lucrative business for yourself. So it was a really good thing, and that's where I focus my time and efforts on now. Yeah, and that, and that's a great point because I I kind of had that struggle too. I mean, I think a lot of authors do, and we're we're not we're not going to turn this into a bash traditional publishing as much as we're going to no. turn it into a let's talk about your story. But yeah. you know, I, I think it's interesting though because. Um, you know, the, the way that it's preached and like, you know, the credibility factor and, and, and all these different things that come from that model, it just really doesn't quite work out so much anymore. But especially when people write books and I, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jim, it's nice to make a little money or a lot of money from something that you put your ass effort into. Meaning like, like when you work your ass off on something, it's nice to make some money from it as opposed to kind of the other way around where it's like, well, this will position you to make money doing other things. Well, you can, I mean, there's several ways to make money in books. You can make money indirectly. People like us, we make more money indirectly through the sales, not from direct sales of the books because we'll get, I don't know how much consulting you do or speaking. Well, I do you, like hosting, more like hosting, emceeing type things, but yes, okay. yeah. So, I mean, having books are great for that type of thing, you know? Right. Um, so I get, that really helped me. But what's different is, is that, um, I don't think there's a difference today between a hardcover book and a book you can get print on demand. Now, this is one of my self-published books called Internet Marketing for Business Answers. Mm -hmm. And it's a, it's a book. It's a yeah. self-published print on demand book Sure. written to focus on the keywords in my target market, Internet Marketing for Business. This was specifically written there we go. directly to try and get people to find me for those keywords and then hire me. Ah, okay. Interesting. So, okay. So this is a direct example of how you should be using your book as a business card. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and and you can build. I mean, I I the title of this book came from keyword searches that I found I wanted to be found for. The content of the book comes from the content that I thought my target audience would want from me. And there's calls to actions throughout the entire book about how you can come back and come to my website and hire me or mm -hmm. get me to speak. Mm -hmm. And it works tremendously well. Now. Have I sold 10,000 copies of this? No. Right. The, the few small copies that I've sold have absolutely generated tons of money for me in terms of consulting and speaking gigs. And you can't replace that. I'm actually writing another book now called Write a Effing Book. Nice. And it is actually teaches you how to do this. Right. Because every single person needs to know how to do this. Put a book together that can actually help build their business. doesn't matter if you're a plumber or an accountant or whatever. Yeah, now question for that, Jim. Now, I get your business yeah. model big time. Makes 100% sense. I think it's the way that you know a lot of people go about it. We have, we have a, a large amount of our community on the rise to the top, myself included, different people like that, that maybe they're thinking to myself, themselves, you know, I'm wondering, though, can a book be a means to the end and not the beginning? So meaning, for example, they're thinking to themselves, you know what, I don't know if I want to do consulting. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I kind of want to go like on my fishing boat or whatever, you know? I don't know if I want to do consulting. I don't know if I want to do speaking all the time. Maybe I'll do it occasionally. You know, I don't know if I have a back-end business model. Can my book itself that I self-publish be something that can generate some income? Is that, is, or, or, yeah. or is it still the idea that this is a, a kind of business card and vessel for something else? So, so let me explain a couple of things. I've spent the last two years really head deep in the publishing business, the self-publishing side of it, figuring it out. There's a couple of things that you need to know when you ask that question. Number one, fiction books like vampire books and romance okay. and those things, 
the people who can write really good fiction right now can make a lot of money. Yeah, I so think I saw examples of uh, – there's a girl, I can't remember her name, who writes those uh, books and just – yes, and she just like crushes it. Crushes right. It. So, so there's, uh, there's always that – she's kind of like the poster girl for the industry right now because she has sold millions of books, right? Mm -hmm. But there, there's the best sellers in any industry. You have the best sellers, then you have the mid-listers. And we're mid-listers, right? I don't know how many copies. You didn't sell 300,000 copies. 10 million copies. No, okay. I mean, you know, I, I think my book. Stephen King's up here. Yeah, I mean, Seth like, you know, we're talking like, and I'm always transparent up on the show just because, you know, that's the way I roll. I think I think we're in like the five to 7,000 range, something like that of the book. Somewhere exactly. Around. Yeah. So we're, we're mid-listers, right? And yeah. that's where most people want to be. So there is money to be made as a mid-lister in either fiction or nonfiction. Now, if you can write fiction books, you have a much greater chance of being successful because there's two different reasons why people buy books, okay? And we have to understand the customer's mind. Yeah. And I know you have a lot of sales and marketing people on, and I'm one of those people as well. People buy fiction for entertainment. Yep. They want to, and there's two reasons people come to the internet to have a problem solved and to be entertained. So, entertainment and fiction is like that. It's kind of like going to a grocery store and picking up those donuts on the corner. I, I know you don't do that because you're really. I try not to, but you know, I understand. Like I understand. These, Guys like me, I still do that, right? That's how I maintain this look. So, so you know, you go in there and you pick up that impulse item, like a fiction book, a vampire book, and you download it and you read it, right? Yep. Now, on the fiction side, it's a totally different, or a nonfiction side, it's a totally different sell. It's a totally different mindset. We're writing nonfiction books in the business and marketing and motivation success categories, right? Yep. It's a very small market compared to vampire, right? Here's here's vampire books. And here's us down here, right? Yep, below well, the damn vampires. Screw exactly. those vampires. Yep. The point is, is that people who buy books in our category buy them for totally different reasons. They buy them to to feel better about themselves, to feel like they're getting educated, and reasons like that. Um, therefore, there's a couple things you have to take in consideration. You can price your fiction book, your vampire book, at 99 cents, and that's probably the best thing because it's an impulse purchase, right? Yeah, sure. When, when you price your book about LinkedIn strategies or you know whatever it is, and you price it at ninety nine cents, guess what happens in the customer's mind? They uh, my, yeah they did they I my, my yeah that was my guess I was gonna say it seems like it might be devalued your information. They do they absolutely they devalue it and they say well if it's only ninety nine cents it must not be that great of information. So some of the best advice I can give to people writing in nonfiction spaces, you know, put your prices up there. Mm -hmm. And don't be afraid because you're going to get just as many sales. What what's up there? Just 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 to give us a frame of reference. So, so okay. So what Amazon has done. For, by the way, I'm a firm believer that you only need to be at Amazon at the point of this broadcast. Okay. Uh -huh, which is uh, we're we're here in uh, February 2012. For those that right. are in the time capsule or whatever, whatever they see this. Yeah. So Amazon is is the is the Google of book distribution right now. Okay. Amazon has put in a thing called KDP Select which who knows what it's going to look like six months from now. But right now it means if you give them exclusivity on publishing your book, your digital book, they'll put you into this, um, this thing called the lending library. And anyone who has an Amazon Prime account yep. who has Kindle can borrow your book for free. Oh, that's and then cool. they, okay. and they, get, they put a pool of money, like half a million dollars, and they, and they split up that money to all the people who had the borrows. So not only can you make money directly. Oh, from, interesting. Who would have thought of that? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's brilliant, well, really. They, They've 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 closed out all the other people. I pulled all my books off of Smashwords, off of Barnes and Noble, off of other places. You know why? Because Amazon's the only one that moves the needle. 
and it's the only one I'm really getting sales from. For me, good to know. But- a classic marketing example too, though, is 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 you know, does every every single tactic might work, but once you find something that seems yeah. to work or you know where to go, you go diving in, right? Right, and you know, as as internet marketers, we realize that if you want to be successful and accomplish your goals, you got to go where the eyeballs are. Right. Let's face it. Let's right. be let's be honest. You can sit around all day and go, "Well, I'm not going to give in to Amazon." You're not going to make any sales. Okay. Got it. Got so it. so back to my original point is. Amazon has cornered and set the price on ebooks. You remember trading places when they said, Oh, yeah. The yeah. yeah. <laughs> where, where, the, where the rich guys, they're trying to set the price on pork bellies, right? Well, Amazon has set the price on ebooks by saying this if you price your book between uh, 99 cents and 9.99, we'll give you the author 70% of your commissions. Okay. If you price it less than uh, a, a what is it less than uh, two ninety? Less than a dollar ninety nine? I forget what it is. Ninety nine cents or whatever you said. Yeah, uh, whatever. Above ten dollars, we'll give you thirty five percent of your commission. So think about that. Oh wow. Okay. Interesting. So so what they're doing is they're they're carrot and sticking us. They're saying, look, you want seventy percent? You're going to price your book exactly how we want you to price it, which is what they believe the price for how all ebooks are going to be, digital books are going to be in the future. I like that. It's funny because it's like saying, you know, yeah, you can price it anything you want, but uh, if you price it in this range, we're going to give you 70%, and if you price it in this range, we're going to punch you in the face. So how is that, you know, but it's your choice. I mean, you know, whatever you want to do. So for nonfiction books, I would recommend, I price my books at the higher end, usually about $9.95, just under the the mark to get the 70% commission. Uh, but I do have smaller books, you know. I mean, I, I did a, a small kind of like little oh, fun that's cool. book, and it, it's just a little small book. This is just a printed version, and I priced that at ninety nine cents, and I only get thirty five percent commission. But you know, it's, because it's, since then, how many books have you done? Since you decided to go the pu- self publishing route, where you've done uh, you've done a, quite a few. So how many have you done so far? Yeah, I've done. Uh, I've got five up on Amazon now. Besides okay. attention, uh, I've co written one of them with another person. Uh, called What is Personal Branding with mm-hmm. Murray Newlands. And I've got three I'm writing now. I just finished the first volume of the one, and I'm writing the other one called uh, Write an Effing Book. Nice, well, which, which sounds good. Now, now tell us a little bit about because I didn't even know about this process, so I think this is going to be cool because uh, I have a feeling people are going to be interested in this too, about this process with Amazon. Can you walk us through sort of like a little bit of your process um, that you like, – like, you know, I'm assuming because there's this pool and these different things that are going on, is there any kind of curation that goes on with Amazon? Do you have to have certain things that you – you know, or is it they take anyone? Like, like how does it work for someone that is like, you know what? I, I want to write something. I want to get up there. Do I need to hire a designer. Do I need to do special things things like what what kind of stuff did you do so so this is this is where this big shift is happening and for years for hundreds of years since the printing press was invented right was that 250 years ago or 100 uh, whatever uh, we'll, we'll make it up that sounds good based on based on no infra, based on no facts we'll just go with that that sounds we'll good. go with that so i think it's 200 years or something All right, so, perfect uh anyway um the publishing industry has been saying things you can't publish books, only we can do it because only we know how to put it in bookstores and only we know how to format it and only we know how to market it. And we, it, It's all out the, out the window right now because anyone can do it themselves. It's as simple as taking out a Word document or starting a Word document or a mm-hmm. Google Docs document, writing, hitting save, and uploading it to Amazon. And people have been brainwashed for so long into thinking that 
my what I know a lot about is not good enough for a book, or uh, I couldn't possibly do it myself because the publishers have to decide that my content's good, and they know all the tricks about how to publish. That's all gone. I want everyone who's watching this right now to think about what you know a lot about, what you're passionate about, what you're good at. I know you preach the same things, David. Yeah. And I want you to think about all of those blog posts you write and all that content you create and think about if you just took some of that effort and concentrated into a book short long doesn't have to be hundred thousand words could be ten thousand words mm -hmm. and you just got a simple cover made for a couple hundred dollars you can even get one done at fiverr.com for five bucks yeah you know upload the word doc to amazon turn your price on put a description on it and it's live in 24 hours it literally really will take you about uh, forty. It'll take it'll take you about three minutes to upload to fill out the forms to get your book live. That's that, it. That's, that's insane. And another question. So, but you're saying though, like it might have typos, it might have stuff like that. But that's up on you to figure that out, right? It's not on I mean, Amazon. I mean, you're gonna want to have it, you know, edited. But here, yeah. here's the thing. There's a there's all these reasons that people get stopped from creating books, right? Right. It's the same but, thing for video. It just popped in my brain, by the way, right there. It's like I don't want to put it up. I got the shadow over my shoulder, right? Exactly. I don't. I look weird. I don't sound right. Right. We've been through. It's the same exact thing. You have all these irrational fears in your head. I can't do it. They, there's no way I'm gonna want to figure it out. Uh, it's the same exact thing. All you do is you take a document and you pay somebody. I mean, you can look. You know how many people are sitting at home in their underwear right now who are professional people who would really kill to get fifty bucks to edit your book? Right. That's, I'm talking thousands and yep. thousands of people. And you know how many graphic designers and artists are sitting at home in this recession who don't have any money, who would love to spend 30 bucks to do a custom illustration for the cover of your book? You just got to find them. They're out there. They exist. Believe me. Yep. And you can get this work done for yourself. A cheap book cover, a nice edit. You throw it up. And here's the best part. The best part, and one of the things that I love about, I started in the print industry before the internet, right? Okay. okay. Yep. The best part about the internet is that if you got to fix something, you just fix it and change it. So if 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 you find wow. an error later in your book, or you want to change your cover or the description or whatever, you log into Amazon and you mm -hmm. upload a new cover, you upload a new manuscript, and that's it, instantly. That's it. It's crazy. And question on that: when you showed us the physical book. Behind there, the the one on internet marketing and things like that. Is that a separate thing that you're doing besides Amazon, or is it because you mentioned that Amazon is your king for digital distribution? Um, and I'm assuming, and correct me if I'm wrong on this one too, is, is digital right now your kind of main focus when it comes from like a marketing effort as well? Or do you, you know, obviously you have the physical one here, which can be used for events and things like that. But is that a different kind of story for you? Well. People in nonfiction still love their print books, right? Yep. Still, but you know, Jeff Bezos, the CEO of Amazon, said for every 100 print books they sell, they sell 180 digital books. Okay, and that there was five months ago. Yeah. All right. They sold six million Kindle Fires in the last month or two. Okay. So it's it's pretty obvious that digital book is the future, right? Yep. Let's, let's be honest. However. I still believe that there are people who want to have print books, and it's so simple to do. It's called print on demand. This is print. This book is printed up one at a time. And here's what I do: I put all my books up on Amazon in digital format, so people mm -hmm. can download them. By the way, the Kindle app is free. People can put it on their Android, their computer. Right. I you can, you can put it on your iPhone. Yeah. Or an e you can. So anyone can download your books. 
Then what I do is I use either Lightning Source or Create Space. And okay. by the way, Let me, I'll, uh, link, I'll link all this stuff up just so people can check yeah. it out. So Lightning Amazon Source. Lightning Source or Create Space. Okay. Amazon owns Create Space. Okay. So what's great about Create Space is, is that you create a print version of your book there. And it's the same process. You go through, you upload your manuscript, you have to get some high-res cover art made, obviously, yep. so it's going to look nice and everything. And then they build the book for you and print on demand. The cost to you and me, this book, I, I can buy this book and give it away. It costs me two bucks. Yeah, not a big deal. I could set myself at events. I could buy copies of it, send them to clients. I could do whatever I want, right? Mm -hmm. The beauty of using CreateSpace is that CreateSpace links with Amazon. So if you go to the if you go to Internet Marketing for Business on Amazon, you'll see that you can order the Kindle version or you can order the print version of this book. And the odd, the person who's reading has no idea that it's not uh, there's not ten thousand copies of it sitting in a warehouse. Why why do they even care? But the the concept is is that oh people aren't going to think it's real unless it's a print book. That that's the option right there. You have print books. You, they can choose which one they want to buy. Right, and I well, I guess that kind of takes away my next question, which was, did did you did you do you try to push something specific, or you just kind of let it happen? What I mean by that is, like, were you were you on the marketing angle? Were you always trying to go in digital, digital, digital? By the way, there's also a print, or was it just a case of like, here's a book, yeah. figure it out? You know. Well, I, I, you know, you make more money from the digital, right? So because that's what I was. Yeah, you make more money from the digital. You get the nice commission. Uh, seventy percent commission, and um, you can up, you can, you can mark up these books, the print books, as much as you want. If they're gonna, their cost to you is two bucks, and I could say, we'll sell it for fourteen, right? And well, keep a, the, rest of the money if I want. And they ship it, and they handle all that they stuff too. They, they physically go in and print one. However, many, if somebody orders a one copy, yeah, guy orders two copies, they're boom, two. And it's beautiful. I mean, look, I mean, if you can see, it's a glossy. It's not, it, it's not hardback. Okay. Yeah, big deal. I think that's. I don't think that's that big well, of a deal. Well, who cares? And, and on the, and on that note, have you noticed kind of what Jeff Jeff at uh, Amazon and everyone else has been saying? At the digital, I'm assuming has been outselling though the hard copy. Yeah, absolutely. It yeah. absolutely does. All right. Uh, in the in the fiction space, absolutely. In the nonfiction space as well. In our category, again, in the business category, I would warn people that you still want to have the print book, books available and you want to price it high because that's some inside research that I found. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So let's let's shift gears a little bit here um, on on kind of this book front. Um, it's one thing, of course, to create a book, get it up there, get it done. It's another thing to get it in the hands or devices uh, of people, one way or another. Um, you know, and we're not talking necessarily advice here because I think everyone's in a different situation. But more your story on this. Um, what what has been the key? avenues for you, especially currently, um, you know, forgetting attention, uh, your, your past book for the second, just kind of focusing on your, on, on your current projects and the ones that have happened that you've self-published. What have been uh, kind of any of the strategy when it's come to market? I know you already have people that follow you and things like that, but can you point to anything that, um, or, or, or things that you've done that, that maybe we could learn from that, that you did on the marketing front? Yes. Yeah, so, okay. So I, I'm a firm believer in this. My mantra is, Book marketing starts at book conception, okay? The, the very second, you're, you're watching this, the very second you have an idea for a book in your head is the day you start marketing the book. And here's what I do. My process is very simple. You create the title of your book. You create the uh, description of the book and who it's for. You can do that in, a, in an hour. Yep. Then you go out and you have a book cover made. You know why? Because it becomes more real 
when there's a cover, right? Yeah, it's like having that motivational kind of photo or whatever, you know, visual it, representation. It yeah. really is important. So go out and have the cover made right away because then you look at it. You can see it on your, you're like, wow, that's what it's going to look like. You're getting a feeling. And then you can start marketing it because if you go on Facebook and say, hey, I'm thinking about writing a book of this title, that's fine. But when you go on Facebook and you say, I'm writing a book and here's the title and here's the cover of it, people are like, wow. It's real. Yeah. It's more real. And what I do then is I have, so I have the cover, the description, and I build a landing page for it. Mm-hmm. Where it shows what the book's going to be about. I have a, I create a video where I'll do like a teaser for the book. Yep. And I'll actually put an opt-in. If you, and if you'd like to be on the list for, for when this book launches, sign up. So you're, you're selling the book before you even write it. Cool. Is a must. You have to do it. You mm-hmm. have to do it because if you're going to be behind the eight ball down the road, and this works great for people who don't have huge platforms like you and I do. We have platforms. Right. But some people might have a list of zero so or, t- or five. Yeah. It took us years and years to do this, sure. right? Um, tons sure. of hard work. You have to start someplace. So that's what I do. So you start at conception. You get it out there. You put it out there. And then here's the other thing that's a little bit different, okay? So the books I'm writing now, it's a series of three books called Business Around a Lifestyle. Yeah, I saw that. That looks cool. Yeah. yeah. And I just finished the first version of that book. But before I even wrote the books, I went out and I got paid to write the books. I raised over $35,000. $35,000. And I saw sponsors on that page. and things. Yes. Tell, tell us, like, what, what did you do? So, so I, I created the book covers. I created what the books were going to be about, exactly what I just talked about. I made a website and a landing page for what the books were going to be about. And instead of just doing, saying, sign up to be notified when it's uh, ready, I said, you know what? Um, I'm going to go out and say, if you'd like to help me write these books, why don't you pledge and help me? Kind of like a Kickstarter thing. Okay. If you've ever seen Kickstarter.com. Yep which a lot of people have. It's a way to, to get people to pledge into a project. Well, the problems with Kickstarter is that if you don't raise all the money you were trying to raise... You get nothing. You get nothing, right? And plus they take a cut and also you have to apply. Not everyone gets in Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Like if you have to apply. So anyway, I said, I'll do it myself. I'm an internet marketer. I'm an entrepreneur. So I built my own site and I said, if you'd like to help me write these books, here are your options. Pledge 25 bucks. And I'll include your name in the acknowledgments of the book. Nice. I'll put 100 bucks. Uh, I'll send you a copy of the printed books when they're done. You know, pledge, pledge 5,000 bucks. You can come fishing with me and I'll do a consulting day with you. Nobody bought that one. I know, which I can't believe, by the way. Which I can't believe that was the best I one know, on there. It, yeah. But it did sell. Uh, I had three, three books and I sold each sponsorship of the book for $7,500. Awesome. And what do they get for a sponsorship? They get a page of the book that says this book was sponsored by this company. And I it was sold- what? A, a, a Weber. What, who was it? It was uh, A Weber. A Weber. And was it uh, ClickBank? ClickBank bought the sponsorship on the last two books. Okay. So when you add that up, that's 7500 bucks each. Okay. That's- you add that up. That was great. I got awesome. paid. And then the rest of the pledges came just from people, fans, people who didn't know me, who just wanted to be part of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm using all that money to to help spend time, write the book, get it edited, get it all the the, the beautiful stuff on it done. Um, so so what happened here? If 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 you're following closely, is I essentially got my own signing bonus before I even wrote the book. Yeah, which is incredible. Yeah, I essentially pre-sold hundreds and hundreds of copies of the books and got the money before I even wrote the books. 
Okay, so that's another strategy. It's called pre-funding or crowdfunding. Yeah, pre-funding. Huh. Yeah, so so anyone can do that as well. And I actually wrote a book on how to do that. It's called No Publisher Needed. <laughs> there we go. And that, and that's funny that you can create these sort of like micro books. You know, what I mean, on these different subjects that you can do whatever you want. And, and with that, when you did the when you kind of did the pre-funding and things like that, um, I'm assuming you just used your own little processor, or did you use ClickBank or something like that, or what, I mean, just your own I, little thing. And you were like, here you go. I guess it would be ClickBank. If yeah. you go to businessaroundalifestyle.com, you can see the page. It's still up. Cool. And basically, um, you had two choices. You could pay me through PayPal or you could pay me through my, my merchant account. And okay. I just let people have their own decision. And people decide. Again, as a marketer, you want to make it as easy as possible for people to give you their money. Right? right. So you want to give them as many options as possible. So I right. give them. The merchant account and PayPal. Okay, got it. And now, you know, a lot of times when you hear on books, and I'm going from my experience too with it, you know, you're going to hear a lot of the same thing when it comes to marketing and things like that. You're going to hear, uh, example, you know, of course, there's, you know, you got to focus on traditional PR. Uh, there's Tim Ferriss that says, you know, uh, you know what the key is? Bloggers, your relationships with bloggers and things like that. You know, blog, uh, you know, guest posting and getting blurbs and mentions and reviews and things like that. There's also, of course, the mentality, and this is different because if you've spent all your years building a platform, you've already got a permission base of people that you can talk to. That's kind of the Seth Godin mentality. Um, there's other stuff out there too. Have you have you done any of of that stuff with the capacity with with your self published books, or has it been like okay, I'm just gonna focus on one area? What what have you kind of noticed has been good in getting the word out? Well, I have not spent any significant money on PR firms. I've done very basic things. I have not bought, hired publicists or done any of that stuff. There, there's a there's a little bit of disingenuousness, if that's a full word, from people like Tim Ferriss and very other successful, super best selling authors. And, and again, I'll be very transparent. I'm very transparent. You want to know how those guys make the top best-selling list? Number one, they write good books, okay? Yeah. Content has to be there. I know. I'm not, not going to pretend that Tim's oh, books I know. are great. But let's be totally honest. What Tim does is he goes out and he, he gets $150,000 and he gives it to this guy over here. And this guy over here gives that to these people over here who go out and buy a ton of his books, Right, and it busts up his Amazon ranking, mm. puts him into the New York Times bestseller list, and that's the, how the majority of a lot of these people, except a few of them, will get really lucky. Yeah, I've heard the, the phrase for that, and again, I don't know who has and who hasn't been doing this, but um, the phrase that we heard is uh, buying the list or buying the uh, bestseller, right? Yeah, and I'm not accusing Tim of doing that. I'm saying people like him. Okay, yeah. I know people that have done. It. I don't know if Tim did. That. I don't think. I honestly think, and knowing Tim. And I know because Tim's about. I, I don't think I know people that have done this. I'm not going to mention them by names or rip them another asshole here on the show. But I would love to, but I'm not going to. Um, is that uh, I, I am pretty sure, and I, I will collect that, that Tim though actually did not do that. Like Tim's okay. done some other. He <laughs> might he falls into that zero 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 one percent that just like kind of had this great marketing strategy and, and went for it. But most people sure. do not. You're right. His books are excellent, and he probably didn't have to do that because he just has a great platform and did that. But the, 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 the reason I bring this up is because there's a lot of predatory stuff going on, on the Internet now with this whole gold rush of people wanting to put their books up and make a lot of money. And I have built a 16-year stellar reputation as a person who was never going to sell you get-rich-quick 
is never going to sell you no work, get rich, easy button stuff, right? I, that's just my personality. It's probably why I'm not sitting on a beach in Cabo San Lucas retired right now because I refuse. Hey, but you can sleep at night. I can sleep at night, right? I can tell my kids I love what I do and I don't cheat people out of money. Um, so the whole thing is it's people think that it's as simple as just having a great book. It's really not. There's a huge amount of luck involved, mm -hmm. right? Now, it has become easier to promote your books now because of social media and now because of Amazon uh, Select. One of the things you can do with Amazon Select when you enroll, which, by the way, you have to enroll. And when you enroll, mm -hmm. means that you say you cannot publish your book anywhere else. Amazon says you have to do it here. You can't be anywhere else. A little exclusivity, yep. And it's 90-day contract, so you okay. can opt out after 90 days. But the reason you want to do it is... Amazon gives you five free days that you can put your book on Amazon for free. There's no, like when you upload your book to Amazon, you can't set it for free. Otherwise, oh, we'd be doing that all day long, right? right? So they give you five days and you can use them one day at a time. And what happens is you promote it and it, it, you promote the book as free and it builds your ranking up and it adds you to lists and it starts showing up on other lists and things like that. So what Amazon has really done is given people like us a really amazing way to promote our content on their site and then and then see the sales come from it down the road. Mm -hmm. So but but the whole bestseller thing, there's another thing about the bestsellers that bothers me, right? Everything. There's, a lot, there's a lot of book marketing people out there who will tell you, buy my ultra best selling book marketing video guide and uh, if you buy it, I'll teach you how to be a bestseller. Okay? I want you to just remember their definition of bestseller is being number one in your category on Amazon. So let's mm -hmm. say your category is organic chef. Yeah. Right? Here's this little secret. Right? <laughs> if you can sell in a pretty tough, like our category marketing, if you can sell 300 books in a day, you'll be number one yep. in your category. Yeah. But you will stay there forever. You'll no. be there for three like hours. Like an hour. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Scott or, or Malcolm Gladwell or somebody kicks us out, right? Right. So, but then what they do is they, they put it on their site and say, I'm a best selling author. And I, I think that's. You are technically a best-selling author, but I don't need a $2,000 product to teach me how to do that. I can tell you how to do it for free. Get a lot of people to buy your book on launch day because you built your list because you started marketing on your book on day one. Then get everybody to coordinate to buy your book over a couple days period of time or a certain period of time, and you'll be number one and you'll be a bestseller in your category. That's really all there is to it. Yeah. Don't, don't spend all that money on those people trying to teach you some other convoluted way to do it. Yeah, exactly. As a bunch of bull crap. And actually, let me let me kind of, as we shift gears and kind of wrap up here in a few, Jim, I, I, exactly what you mentioned there is sort of, um, I want to ask you about your results. And, and, I, and I mean this as kind of a broad question, you know, and meaning, and, and, and again, focusing on your self-publishing efforts so far. Um, yeah. You know, you have your business as consulting, coaching. Of course, you, you, you mentioned you raised $35,000 for one book. Can you tell us just a little bit? Because I think it gets us jazzed when we hear someone that not only is giving us awesome advice and telling us stories of things you're doing, but you're also like, you know what? Like, good crap is happening. Um, so so tell, tell us about so, some of the results that are going on with you. Okay, so... I have a long-term plan. My, my long-term plan for, I, first of all, when I wrote Attention, I figured something out. I love writing books. Okay. okay? Well, that's a good thing to figure out. If you're, in the, if you're watching this now and you love writing books, then you might want to go for this plan. Okay? My perfect day would be to come in and write for three or four hours and then you know, keep writing. I love it. So I, I have 20 books I want to write. My, my goal in three to five years or three years is to have 20 to 30 books 
on Amazon self-publish awesome. or wherever, wherever it's going to be. And literally, those books will live forever. And people can buy them. Now, if I can get one of those books to be a, like a Seth Godin book or a Tim Ferriss book, okay, then my backlist of books will sell for the next 10, 15, 20 years just from the one hit, okay? Yep. So, and there's a lot of luck. So that's my plan is write as a lot of books as I can, market them as best as I can, make them really good books, and, and hope that one of them turns into this mega hit that will support my, my backlist of books for the next 10 years. Hopefully in five years we can do this interview again and I can say, you know what, I'm making $1,000 a day in commissions from the books on yeah. Amazon and I, ha I don't have to do anything. That would be a nice plan, right? But it also means I got to spend a lot of time writing books. Yeah, I got to write sure. really good books. I got to market them. So that's my plan. So if you love to write, that is the model that a lot of authors are doing right now, cranking out books. Mm-hmm. And, and, and think about how many books you can bust out. If you're a fiction writer, it's a little bit tougher because your book's got to be 170,000, 100,000 words. I will tell you this because you're like, well, man, I couldn't write you know, my book in a month. I'm writing, a top, I'm writing about a book a month now. Okay? It's quite a pace, yeah. It is, but here's, here's what you have to know. The future of books in our space, in my opinion, is what I'm calling micro books. And they're between ten and thirty thousand words. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, I do not believe that somebody wants to download a hundred thousand word book anymore and read it on their iPad or their iPhone. Mm -hmm. What they want to download is a book that they can be read in an hour and a half or two hours or a less. A plane ride, whatever. Yeah, a plane ride is perfect, right? <coughs> like a great example would be David Scott's latest book, which was Newsjacking. Okay, and also I read Mark Cuban's, which I read it literally on a plane. Going exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, you were talking 25, 30,000 words, and it gives great value, great information, and you walk away from it going, wow, that was really helpful. If I had to redo attention again, I would split that into three books. It was 75,000 words. I would split it into two or three books, and I would sell it separately. But since Wiley owns it, I can't do it. So, but as I'm self-publishing, I can do these things myself. So don't think you have to write a 100,000-word book. You can write a 10,000-word there's nothing worse than wasting people's time. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how many times you've downloaded a product or read a book and you found out that it was 100 pages long and they told you everything you needed to know on page number 99. Yeah, and if you don't, people will uh, tell you that in the reviews. Yes. They and will. <laughs> there's nothing worse than wasting people's time. They get very angry, right? Yeah. I get angry. So just write a good book. If it's 5,000 words, who cares? Mm -hmm. It's 5,000 words of great information. Price it at $1.99 and put it up online and people are going to be like, wow, that was good information. I felt great about paying $1.99 for that or whatever. So quit stressing about the length of the book and all this stuff. Anyone can do this. All right. I got it. Sound advice. And you know, and, and Jim, you said something they're telling and I, I want to make sure that this is so cool. It's, it's that I think that there's a potential here in the next five years and we'll have to redo this. You know what I mean? Or, yeah. Update, is that more people, I think, to get paid directly for their content you know what i mean because you said your ideal day uh you know and in your ideal day that you mentioned did not involve consulting and running around the country now I, I know that you're you're a great consultant i'm not trying to put that down or anything but i have a feeling though if i asked you and i said jim you know if you could make a thousand two thousand dollars a day let's say it's two thousand uh whatever that number is that's like in your head 
you know, from and you get to enjoy it and write books and spend time with your family and, and have fun and like that's what you need to do. I, would you would you take that deal and say, you know what, I can probably focus on that? Absolutely. I mean, you just had uh, another guy that we both love, Ryan Leon, right? And, oh yeah, Coach and Ryan. I feel like we're on like Jay Leno. I'm like, oh, you had this guy on last week, you know? But Ry- Coach Ryan is great. You know, he's somebody I've been following for years, and great I write. Guy. About yep. Um, but absolutely. I mean, that you got to figure out what, I mean, that's part of what my new business around a lifestyle book is, is you got to figure out what you want your life to be and then build a business around that, not the other way around, which is what so many people do. They figure they, they go into something, a business, and then they're like, man, this stinks. It's because yeah. you're doing it backwards. Figure out what you want your life to be and then build the business around that. And that's what the book talks about. And, and that's my perfect day. That's, and that's what I did. I said, here's what I need to do. And I'm, and I'm taking uh, my process of getting it done. It may take three years, but you've got to have something to shoot for. And along the way, I'm going to have a lot of fun. Yeah, awesome. Well, I love it, Jim. First of all, this has been super interesting today. I have a feeling people are going to love this conversation and, and leave their <laughs> comments and love below on the show. Um, as we wrap up here, I want to make sure if we have anything that we want to shamelessly mention – this is the good point. Yes. Always in the show. I know you've got something called Digital Book Launch. Also, any other links you want to give people, you want to make sure I link up in the show notes. People want to check out stuff, your website, whatever, your books. Um, happy to do so, uh, but you can uh, let us know now out loud. So the, the company that I formed is called digitalbooklaunch.com. Okay. And it's a company that is specifically designed to do all those things I talked about, which is help people who have books either written and market them and sell them yep. or start from scratch and that's what we focus on I don't want to be your book coach I don't want to help you write your book I want to help you sell books right and that means starting from the beginning helping you get a cover done helping you get a landing page done helping you pre-sell or pre-build a list that's what my company does And if you if you think you've got a book in your head and, and by the way I just there was a stat that said like two two hundred million people in the world have an idea for a book in their head. They're just scared to write it. If you think you have one, contact me because I can help you get that going and actually sell books. Very important. So digitalbooklaunch.com. All right, got it. We will link that up below. Jim, always a pleasure, my man. Don't be a stranger. It's it's good to catch up and have a chat here today. It was my pleasure. It was great to see you, and I, I love being on the show. As I said, I'm a huge fan for years, and keep up the great work. All right, will do. This was Jim Kukro on the rise to the top. This is his second time in about two years, two and a half, somewhere around there. I will see you next time. I'm David Seitman Garland. And remember, if you want some fluff, you know what to do. Go pet a bunny. <laughs> all right, one more quick reminder. If you want to steal that setup to give a shot for it to do online interviews, all you got to do is uh, go to gotomeeting.com. Uh, we got a special 45-day free trial for you. Just got to gotomeeting.com, click the Try It Free button under the promo code RISE for 45 days free. And uh, grab a copy of ScreenFlow at therisetothetop.com backslash ScreenFlow. All this stuff is, is linked up in the show notes as well. So you can check out that. And again, create awesome interviews at createawesomeinterviews.com. All linked up below.